This is music director Crystal Bunch here at KZMU Moab. I recently had a moment to sit down with Raylan Nelson from the Raylan Nelson Band. The band is based out of Nashville, Tennessee, and yes, you've guessed it, Raylan Nelson is a granddaughter of the great Willie Nelson. We talked about how she got her start in music, why she chose to play the ukulele. We talked about what's next for the Raylan Nelson Band. We talked about where to find the music and just chat in between. Thanks again and a big shout out to Raylan Nelson for sitting down and chatting with me today. And I'm so thankful I ran across that article in Spin Magazine so that she was put right in front of my face, just as I'm doing for all of you. I hope you take a, a moment to look into the Raylan Nelson band, check out her music and listen to this interview. Thanks again, beloved listener, for tuning in to KZMU. I am here with you, the Raylan Nelson Band. So starting out with that, when did your career in music begin? Where did you start that led up from the beginning to Raylan Nelson Band? So I had babies kind of young. So while I was uh, nursing them, I had a lot of time at home, you know, with three little babies. And then I started uh, writing songs. So when I got through nursing them, I just, I live in Nashville. So I went and found a studio to record these pieces of songs that I was writing. And it didn't turn out very well. And I was talking about it to a friend of mine and she uh, was actually going to purchase weed and met JB, my guitar player. And he was, she was just like, she, she couldn't find a good studio. And JB's like, well, I have a studio. She can come over. I won't, I'll only charge her 50 bucks or something, you know? And I paid all this money to go and it didn't turn out well. So uh, I go over there and meet him. And by the end of that day, he was like, we should write songs together and put a combo together. And I, of course I was just like, yes, you know, cause I was home with babies, you know, I'm like, yeah, right. yeah, let's write songs. And then, um, and then once you're doing that, you feel like you're in it you're doing it like, oh yeah, I'm in the music business, you know, I'm, I'm writing songs, I'm recording them, look at me. And so then we just started figuring out that um, he's way rock, you know, his background is super rock, uh, garage, punk rock, you know, the clash, Ramones. And um, unfortunately mine's all country because of my family and my mom kept me pretty sheltered when I was a kid so it was all old country or uh (laughs) like gospel Christian music so uh or like kids songs kids praise songs I still remember those tunes uh so yeah so then it was just literally just a mixture of that you know I just started these songs and then he'll arrange it and rock it up in a way that people who really love rock music they're like oh I I I know what they're I know what they're doing you know that's really how it started and came about I did write songs when I was a kid but I didn't know I was doing it um, yeah. like melodies would come to my head but I didn't know that I was writing songs I did want to be a singer and play guitar in front of people because my grandpa did and I thought it was the coolest job in the world yeah. so he definitely yeah. was the biggest influence even though my music isn't necessarily like his it's, he he definitely influenced me wanting to do it you know and it's funny that you say that because it is nothing like that. And I think that's why, like, and I think when I first reached out to you, I mentioned, I'm like, I seen this spin article and I was like, what, how did I miss this? Like my daily job is to find this new music and to listen to this music. And I'm like, this is 
is so amazing. And like, how did this like go under my radar? But then honestly, like when I first clicked, I think I listened to Weed and Whiskey first only because it's titled Weed and Whiskey. And I was like, okay, this is the one I'm starting with. And it was nothing that I expected it to be. And honestly, like I did expect like the outlaw country or, you know, even some of that like dark indie folk stuff, which is, is great. Good stuff. Yeah. But I was like, oh my God, like I never would have thought that's what it was because of your family. I never would have thought that that's what it was. And it's amazing. And props to you for like doing your own thing. Because I think sometimes too, that's hard. I've talked to other artists who have grown up in musical families. And I think that it's so easy for them to do something that's comfortable to them to like do something that's different. Mm-hmm. is really cool so i think it's awesome and thanks for surprising me because again when i play i had no idea what i was going to get i was like literally sending it to my son who's like super into all all music and i was like you need to check this out like this is really rad so thank you anyway, so much you're I welcome like- I like um, upbeat songs. I don't like sad ballads. I mean, we have one that we've, or a couple, and every time we play, then everybody just gets so sad in the audience. And it's hard to get people up and happy and dancing again. It takes like three songs, you know? So I just... My goal is to leave you feeling feeling happy. Like that's on brand for me. I want you laughing and happy and having a party, not like getting in touch with your sad feelings. You know what I mean? That's for the shower and Carlos, <laughs> in my opinion, you know? No, I absolutely, I think that you're absolutely right. And speaking of songs and writing songs and music, you play the ukulele. Mm-hmm. Buy the ukulele. What well, drew you to that? I mean, my grandpa gave me a guitar when I was 14. So I've always played guitar. If I do a solo gig, just me playing, I play the guitar. But uh, so when I was recording songs at JB Studio, he had just done a replacement cover album all on ukuleles. Oh, cool. It's so cool. It's called Bright Littlefield because the guy he did it with is Tom Littlefield. He's Jonathan Bright. Check it out. Um, it's yeah, Bright Little, writing it down. Bright Littlefield. But it made me fall in love with the replacement songs and it made me fall in love with the ukulele sound. And he had a ton of them just around the studio. So while he was doing the engineering part of recording when he didn't need me to do anything, um, I picked it up and I'm like, show me chords. And if you know how to play the guitar, the ukulele is super easy. You just got to change your brain around because a G is basically a D on the guitar. So you just got to, you know, keep your brain moving to, you know, whatever the chord is. But uh, so he taught me that and I start playing it. I'm like, this is fun. And I could move around and play easier than with the guitar. And the guys were rocking out. I noticed that when we would play, I would stand there with my guitar and I was playing electric some too, but play stand there with my acoustic guitar and just kind of had to stand there. I would look back and maybe sweating and because they're just rocking out, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, I I want to rock out too. So I told him, I'm like, can I play the ukulele? And he said, we can, if we get you an amp and we can make sure it's, you can hear it over the, cause I, I mean, I'm the, I hold the rhythm down when he's doing leads. So mm-hmm. it's like, we have to be able to hear that. So we found an amp and orange is the best one for me. Luckily they endorsed us and give it, gave us a whole bunch of amps. Uh, you really can hear the ukulele over the top of it. it just sounds like a high-end guitar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it looks so much cooler it looks cooler and you know what honestly nobody else is doing nobody at that time nobody else was running a rock band or any band with a ukulele and i was just trying to be different yeah (laughs) 
No, it's really cool. I, I, that's one of the things that I also noticed is when I started like going through the music and just kind of looking at pictures and like whatever, it was like, wow, this is, I mean, it's just totally different. What you're doing yeah. is, I think that that's super cool. Um, it have to be different these days to pop through, you know? Yeah, especially in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Like, Nashville's hard. Here. And everybody's great. Everybody's, mm -hmm. there's always going to be somebody better than you at writing, at singing, at playing. It's just, I mean, we're really lucky we have all this talent here. But yeah, it, but yeah it's really hard to poke your head out of it. You know, you have to do something different. So yeah, it's definitely, you're, you're in the Mecca of talent. So doing mm -hmm. something different and standing out is definitely a really cool accomplishment. Um, in 2014, your debut album came out. And then in 2019, you had the album titled Don't. What is next for the band? Are you guys working on a, another album? Are you, I know that you just do singles a lot too. What? Yeah, it's kind of hard to decide what to do. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? We're completely, <laughs> in, we're completely independent. So we did that. We did the EP and then we're like, well, let's just put out singles because people seem to want stuff quicker, you know, one thing. And then you can put a lot of life into the song. I had a great idea. I'm like, we're going to do a video and we'll do, a, you know, we, we could do like a vinyl and then like an AB thing. And then we could do uh, a t-shirt with it, like just make everything about this one song. Cause you do yeah. spend a lot of time on making songs and you want it to have a lot of life. And if it's an album, some of them get, you know, just washed away. Nobody gets to hear them, but unless you're a true fan and listening, of course, <laughs> but but then again, I, you know, I had friends in the business that were like, you should put out an album. You should put out a full length album. That's the way it is in the biz. So we did that and it came out in November, 2019. And then the pandemic hit. So we couldn't do it. I mean, it's like, it just flopped. So then I was pissed. So I was yeah. like, I should have just been doing singles. You know, I could have, <laughs> we could have put one single out then and throughout the entire pandemic, mm -hmm. put out another single and another single and another single. And then, uh, and then grouped it together and called it a CD at the end of it. So I almost felt like I shot myself in the foot by doing what they told me that you're supposed to do in the music business. <laughs> um, so now I want to go back to singles and yeah. give that a life and just do that and push, you know, like I said, package it together as a CD in the end until I feel like that doesn't make sense. I tried the other way. Uh, yeah pandemic hit and it ruined everything and that would have been a great time to put out singles <laughs> right a great time to tour it would have been a great time for a lot of things for sure and two like with me when I'm going through the new music to see like what I'm going to put into our library at the radio station when I do my weekly show I usually pick the singles like my show is usually based on majority singles because it's exciting mm -hmm. you know and you're like it gets you pumped up for that album release so I think singles are the way to go I mean not that my opinion probably matters but I think so too especially just now where we are and then you could even save the last single for the cd like if they get the cd mm -hmm. then they get the last song you know yeah. like you make yeah. it fun and give everything a lot of life and you could put a lot of content about each song on each social media platform these days <laughs> I mean I, right. I do come to me like that all the time so mm -hmm. yeah I have a real okay so you asked what's next our new yes. single is called free or I'm free and I played it for a long time I actually wrote it uh right after I got divorced so it's been almost eight years now but we haven't put it out yet it, I was using it as a as a 
a free download to send patrons. And um, but it was just me um and the guitar and JB did some drums on it on that track. But we're rocking it up, making it Raylan Nelson band style. And I have a great idea for a video. I can't even tell anyone yet. But uh, so that's coming out. <laughs> this is so cool how Nashville works. You know, uh, I used to work at Exit In and uh, bartending. And while I was there, met all the people there. And so then, so fast forward eight years and Chris Cobb, who runs Exodent, emails me. He's like, hey, the Opry channel called The Circle Network is doing a live music series, live, mu live music venue series on their channel. And they are interviewing people about Exodent. Would you like to come and interview with them? I was like, well, yeah, you know, so I came down there, met this crew. We hit it off immediately and they're like, we want to work with you, whatever, whatever you want to do. Next time you have a music video, next time you have any idea, just let us know. And so I kept in touch with them. And so they're going to do the music video, which such a relief because they have all the stuff, you know? Yeah, and right. <laughs> and I could rent people, but these guys get it, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm so excited. We're trying to figure out they're going to come back and do another live music venue series on the basement East. So we'll probably just be filming it there. And, um, and then of course I get to people interview me about the basement East. and, um, and my guys, because Grimey who owns basement East grew up with JB and preach my bandmates. Are you going to, I seen, I think you had posted somewhere about touring. What's touring look like? Yes. Lots of that spin article did a lot. <laughs> Um, got a lot of shows coming up. I think only February is the only month we're not out for like a couple of four day runs. We're going to drop all of that in January because there's still a lot of stuff pending right now. But yeah. now it's like before I was paying to play, you know, and now mm -hmm. we're getting paid to go play. I feel like, you know, you're climbing up the ladder. I feel like I got promoted a little bit. Mm -hmm. So uh, that feels really nice because I, I got to a point, the pa pandemic too kind of did that. Like, why are you paying to play? You know, like just, there's so much stuff you could do. I started a podcast with my guitar player where we're interviewing comedians about music and comedy. And even that seemed to help get a better reach for the music, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's like, there's other things you can do where you're not having to pay to play and if they right. want to hear it then it'll happen so and, and you know it turns out if you keep going yeah <laughs> this might happen right and it turns out people really do want to listen so <laughs> yeah. and you know like it just shocks me you know like i don't know how to get to utah people you know or yeah. the pacific northwest so that that's what that spin article did i can only max out my marketing reach like right around here in the southeast without paying a publicist and thousands of dollars my sister actually works their record label here in town they spend millions of dollars on one person and i don't i can't do that you know my oh. friend has awesome but he's not gonna do that you know and i would never <laughs> ask him to Right. So he was really, really cool about paying for our travel. So he did help me out a lot. And yeah. my he was probably my biggest supporter, you know, yeah. I was just keep going, keep going. That's so cool. Does he come to your shows? He's been to one of them that wasn't like the family show. Of course, he's been yeah. to the ones where we all did family shows. And yeah. he did one and it was at the basement in Nashville. And he had just did, did a Crossroads. Remember that Crossroads show on CMT? He's yes. He's doing that with yeah. Black White. That okay. Day. But we all thought that was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, the third man, Jack White's place, is l literally a block away from the basement. So my grandpa's bus just went, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he got off and came in. And that was cool because it was an intimate yeah. place 
Mm-hmm. That's the one I feel like he actually saw. All the other ones he probably just like watched from his bus or something, yeah. which, is, which he should do, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's just really cool though how it's probably come full circle at this point, you know? Like he probably takes, a, I'm speaking for him now, but I mean, he probably takes a lot of pride in seeing, you know, all the the younger generations doing yeah. something that, you know, in a roundabout way came from his influence. So definitely. I hope he's yeah. not like, why are they doing what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's never done that, but you wonder, you know, if he's like, can you just do your own thing, kid? <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you just be a lawyer or something? <laughs> well, we all want to be we all want to be just like him though. He's the coolest. He deserves yeah. all the success he's had because he's definitely exactly who you want him to be. As yeah. a Just a good friend to every, all of his friends and fans. He's good to his fans, always has been. No, he's definitely an amazing individual. I mean, it's somebody that I grew up listening to because of my family. And I think that's why I was just so damn excited when I found your stuff. Cause I was like, this is so cool. Like, it's so cool that it's like an offspring of something that reminds me of childhood and growing up and yeah. that I've raised my child on who's now 21. And now, you know, he's that fan, but like with all of that aside, like what you're doing is so amazing and it's so different. And so, yeah, it's just really cool. Um, Well, we've been talking for quite a while. I could literally talk to you all day. So we're going to wrap this up here, but I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me so that way I can get this on air and get more people familiar with the the Raylan Nelson band. I do know that you are, you have your Patreon account, Mm -hmm. but how can people find, where should they go to find the music and find out anything about you and the band? So you can go to my website, RaylanNelsonBand.com. And of course, at RaylanNelsonBand on all the social media platforms. I'm on Spotify. Thank you so much again. I'll be in touch. Thank you. Bye. Bye.